AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock! It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Come on, no. Got tons of questions this week. So you, you put out a request on three separate platforms. Yeah, because normally it's Twitter, so obviously the main one. Yeah. And um, you've got Reddit and Facebook. I always do one or the other. I thought, let's try both. Yeah. Facebook had about 60. 60, nothing, is it? Reddit had That's about... We do. Reddit had about probably 20. 20. And Twitter had about 70. What we're saying is we're really popular... Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, we don't have time it, it, to answer all your bullshit. It's, it's popular when there's shit, though. <laughs> I know, I know, this is a thing. And when we're winning games over, we could get a few questions, but yeah. I would like to think that the questions people have asked, we are going to cover as much as we can. Yeah, there's going to be lots going on. I mean, I'm, I'm struggling today, I've got to be honest. I, um, I've had an up and down day. And I'm not going to go through it all, but it's been a tough one. Mm. And, but now I'm here, trying to process what happened against Liverpool. Just two days ago. How are you feeling? You over it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Good. How long did it take you to get over it afterwards? I turned my phone off for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the final was, I turned my phone off for two hours. That's why I didn't respond to your request when for the Skype pod. Yeah. Uh, we did a Skype pod just after it um, on Patreon, which you can access through patreon.com forward slash fighting cock if you want to become a patron and support what we do. Uh, we did an immediate reaction, <laughs> which... Which actually was really therapeutic because yeah. I, because I was at home and I spent the first ten minutes after it just walking around the kitchen just going fuck like <laughs> fuck I couldn't utter yeah. any other word other than just fuck sake like I've experienced this feeling so many times yeah why is it still painful why yeah. does it still hurt John it's horrible isn't it yeah my um my missus is quite vindictive about football she gets annoyed that I watch it so much and talk about it and it's my entire life. Um, and she chose the worst moment of all to throw out her worst jibe at me, which was just after the, the, the goal went in to make it 2-1. She was in the kitchen, and she was just leaning through going, oh, what's happened? Uh, what's happened? Uh, like, inquisitively. Like, tell you what's you about can see to the happen. screen. Yeah, tell you what's about to happen. There's going to be a murder in here. There's going to be some harsh language, I'll tell yeah, you that. Not a murder. It's yeah, not, not a murder. It's not yeah. worth spoiling your entire life. No. Um... Yeah, but we got some nice comments about the Pat Lunch episode. This is the episode last week. Me, yeah. John Bass. Yeah, <laughs> I was it. <laughs> and, and Ricky. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun to do. Mm. Yeah. But what, what? I didn't see much. I'm not fishing for compliments here. I don't, is it oh, just I think, nice things? Some people have seen it's one of the best episodes ever. Yeah. Um, hey, John. They liked, um, they liked the Apple story. Oh, yeah, where Ricky's mate banging an apple. <laughs> the Pat Lunch. When, the Pat Lunch. I, I had me in pieces when we were telling us. Don't, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, I haven't listened to the Pat Lunch episode. It was very, very funny. It was a good, it was a good one to do. Um, but Ricky tells a story about going up to Spurs play <laughs> Liverpool at Anfield yeah. when he was like 15. And he, he, he somehow had a Pat Lunch. And that's how he, could, that's how he kind of realised he was quite young. 
because he's taking a pack lunch in <laughs> football. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> but it was it was a um, actually before we do that we're having a social five o'clock social the away leg against Manchester City on Wednesday the seventeenth of April. That's the Champions League away game uh, to watch us te- tear apart the very best side in Europe probably. Yeah, I mean um, if we get an absolute tonkin in the first leg, then love the social, but probably won't be as many of you out there. Well, there is a... Uh, we've got Robbo there. Robbo's oh, coming down for an hour. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, we've got Paul Robinson coming down for an hour. We're going to be chatting with him. We're going to be recording that and putting that out as well. Uh, that's going to be live-streamed as well through mm. uh, FansBets accounts. Um, the first 200 people get in completely free. And if you're a Patreon member, you also get in free. Mm. So, so that's like... Definitely won't be making any money out of this. 500 people. Uh, (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that not not all of the patrons turn up, otherwise, going to be fucked. But actually, do me a favour if you're a patron, grab a free ticket as well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the capacity for the venue is like 400. If we get 400 for this after getting like being 6 0 down an aggregate. Yeah, I hope they don't all turn up because also on the Patreon they get to slap my arse yeah. on the social so if I get 500 slaps to the arse it could be a very long night but only one person actually did it last time yeah. and how hard was that slap it was quite more of a grope no it's quite partial to it no that's nice. not what we agreed that's not what was on the list the grope is different from slaps arse agonising defeat um, but the encouragement was, was the performance it was encouraging performance I think people forgot about that when the goal went in yeah. <laughs> yeah. we played really well probably our best performance in weeks I'd mm. say and um yeah, if that goal doesn't go in, it goes in as a plucky away draw. Exactly. Against um, a really, really good team. Is it is that a fair way to look at it? Like, to say that we did against, like you say, a really good team who isn't uh, getting results, but probably not in the best of form in terms of the way they're playing. That wasn't the free throw in Liverpool that really done us a number at Wembley. Yeah. Um, and we could have drawn that game too. Yeah, that's true. And... and so is it a fair way to look at that game like, or or do you need to start focusing on the results go on well, well I think it, I think it's one of those is you can't, you can't uh, discount the results obviously because uh, without sort of you know, bringing out too many cliches it's a results business but at the same time you have to kind of look in terms of going forward at where the issues are and if we play like that in sort of the next you know next few games Particularly the second half, I thought we were like excellent. The one-touch play to get us out of like tight spaces. The movement was really good, and, and we are we are still missing, you know, players in key positions. Like we don't yeah. really have a central midfield at the minute. Yeah. Um. You know, we've got problems with like the fullback positions at the minute. So, you know, I'd be a lot more disheartened if we were, you know, getting the results we're getting, and the performances also were just terrible. But the performances have been decent enough. And, you know, it's mistakes that have cost us, ultimately, particularly in this game. I don't think it was a team lacking in confidence either. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we could have got panned 4-0 and, you know, heads beat down. It wasn't that kind of game at all. Yeah. Um, it's just frustrating. We're going to go on to the, fir- know, the misses and all mm-hmm. the rest of it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I, thought we played, I thought we played very well. The first, the first 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you're thinking, oh, God, they're going to turn us over here. But the majority that we showed to actually turn and take that game away from Liverpool at Anfield, with all their fans going mental because, eh, you know, we're going to win the league. And, uh, you know, there's all that positive energy that's coming from the stands. It must have been a, at times, difficult place to play. But the majority that we showed to take that game back and to create opportunity upon opportunity. I can think of four guilt-edged chances, and three, three guilt-edged chances, one of which we scored. But 
you know, you look at Ericsson's miss. Yeah. You look at Sissoko's miss. Was it a Deli Alli miss that I forgot about? Deli Alli curled one round the post. Yeah. Really, like, it was inches away. It was away. unlucky more than <clears> a bad miss. And again, I feel like I'm saying it every time. It, it, another game, the ball slightly more fortuitously falls to us. Ericsson doesn't snatch it yet. Sissoko wouldn't have scored that goal. You know, even if he had 50 chances, it would have gone over the bar 49 times. Um... Yeah, but it's like I, I am getting bored of saying the same thing. I'm getting bored of saying, like, you know, we played well, but we didn't get the result. Yeah, but in fairness, like again, like we when we did the preview for that game, we were saying like you know we've got such a bad record there, and you know could easily go up there and get walloped. And when it went one nil, I think the the players showed a lot of character to actually like sort of you know, knuckle down and like drag themselves back into that game. Yeah. And once it kind of we got the equaliser, there was you know at that point in time it was like we're going to win this game. And we were like you said, we created all those chances. We're in a kind of five ten minute spell, um, and that's the encouraging thing. And then obviously it's it's something that you can't really legislate for in in the sense of that mistake that's that's ultimately kind of cost us. So yeah, difficult. So, when um, the ball got knocked out, it fell to Kane, first touch into Son. Son beautifully played it into Sissoko. Sissoko charges forward like a racehorse. His stride was beautiful. Mm. Son was, you know, his little legs were flying, but Sissoko was just thrusting forward with so much confidence. Van Dijk, I'd like to say he was shitting himself, but he did the exact right thing. Mm. But I think he kind of... Realise that if he gives it to Son on the right hand side is behind him, then that's a goal all day. Whereas Sissoko, on his weaker foot, any part of you thought he was going to score going forward? I thought, feel- yeah, I thought he'd force a save. Mm. <laughs> I thought that, I thought at least force a save. Um, <laughs> you look really quick. It's just, um, I, don't, I don't know what to really start. It's going to be some kind of Pulp Fiction type shit I'm going to do here. But um, <laughs> is any other player in our squad capable of bringing the ball out as Sissoko did? Probably not. Not at that, not at that speed. Maybe Son, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, people say we shouldn't have sold Dembele. Dembele would have put that away. Dembele wasn't wasn't prolific for one. And two, he doesn't have the pace to carry the ball that far. Never got so, 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 there is that. I, I, um, <clears throat> I, you, hang on. So, some people are saying we shouldn't have sold Dembele because he would have scored that chance. Yeah, probably, that, probably not. I think it's a case of I think it's a case of having to... That's reducing football in the most extreme. <laughs> I think it's a case of having to rely on Sissoko so much. Sissoko is, you know, if we're being, if we're being realistic, Sissoko's our best squad player and he's become a guaranteed starter when, he, when he's clearly limited. Yeah, definitely limited, 100%. But I, I think he's played himself into the side and again, thought he had an excellent game against Liverpool. I just didn't... The, the fact is he misses that guilt edge chance. He's gone from like possibly a seven, between seven and eight, to like four because he's cost us the game. And then, yeah. I mean, he says he, I think he said to yeah. the French press that, it, that he does feel it's, it's his fault. But I don't know. Is it like the Soldado miss? I mean, if your left foot's that bad, then just guide it for yeah. fuck's sake. Mm. I'd have been quite happy. I mean, I was sort of more prepared for him to try and like run round the ball to try and get it onto his right foot and then just hit it straight at the keeper. Um, Ironically, if he'd have done that, he would have had a better chance than just like it was one of them. Was one of them ones where you, you keep playing it over and over in your head. Yeah, it yeah. kept popping back into my head. Like, wouldn't you just smashed it across him? Or I'm in, yeah. I'm in a minority of one in this, but I think um, no one else in the world is going to agree with this. But I think Son <laughs> could have run a bit further out to drag Van Dyke away to create an easier chance for Sissoko. He was kind of running almost parallel with him, and if maybe if he creates a bit of space, runs a bit out wide. Then, then that's got to make a decision. 
Because yeah. it felt like Van, it felt like he was what ten yards away. I mean, there was probably a point at the eighteen yard box where Sissoko could have squared it and Son could have scored. But then I think being a professional footballer, Premier League level, and smashing the tarts over the bar like that is just yeah. disgraceful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a terrible. I mean, that should uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Bay Smith on Twitter he says, "Would you rather relive the last ten minutes of Sunday's game from Sissoko's miss to Liverpool's goal as?" If it was the new, as if it was new to you every day for the rest of your life, or drink a pint of your mate's piss every morning for the rest of your life, like why? <laughs> we're having a bad time of it, right? At the moment, we're struggling to get through this. Yeah. We've watched a horrible game, and Matt's idea yeah. to make our lives better, I presume, by contributing to the thing that we yeah. do, is to just throw that in our face. Yeah. Literally, it's like throwing. I'd rather. I'd. I probably. Probably, what? I, don't know. I think I've suffered it. I think I've suffered the last 10 minutes. I it's pretty but bad. I guess after a while, you probably get used to the piss. Though. Well, well yeah. is, what's going to make you feel worse? What, you, what is going to make you feel worse? Well, my issue is, is that I don't know about you boys, but like first thing in the morning, I find it really hard to take on fluids. Like, you need to hydrate yourself like throughout the day. I find it really hard to like just get some water down me in the morning. Yeah. Imagine it was like smelly piss. Oh, yeah. Like dehydrated piss. Yeah, mm. yellow, like gold. Yeah. Liquid gold. Like post barocca like neon yellow, like yeah. piss. Like The thought of that is fairly horrendous. But then what I think that he's done quite well is that you have to relive this like last 10 minutes as though it was new. And I think that that feeling was so horrific that I'd also go for the piss because I think you're right here. I think eventually you go, this is my new daily routine. Like, I get up, have a shower, I drink my piss... Brush my teeth, do a bit of Listerine, <laughs> give it a rinse, and I off we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder how many people know you're drinking the piss. Maybe if no one else knows, if the whole world knows, yeah. maybe it's like live stream to him having that piss. Imagine the sigh. Imagine <laughs> the sigh when you you just go to it every morning and you look at it and go for, for a pint as well, isn't it? A pint. Yeah, a pint. Yeah. That's a, a big commitment. I mean, yeah. Cheers, Matt. Go fuck yourself. Uh, 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 Hugo is at fault for both goals. Um, I've got I've got a bit of a confession here. Um, I did not watch the first half and I've not seen the first goal so it was I'm, a bad kick I heard yeah. that yeah I heard that from what yeah. Alex said um, but regardless he's made he's <clears throat> making many mistakes the second highest amount of goalkeeping errors that have led to goals right yeah, in the Premier League Premier League since 2016 Jordan Pickford was number one yes um, yeah I mean you can't you can't throw away two goals like that mm. in against Teams like Liverpool, or anyone really, but certainly not for Anfield. Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big issue for for me. Like the first goal, yeah, obviously he gives possession away. But like, let's say he was an outfield player. When possession is given away, you're you should be in a setup which you can defend from. It's like, still a low percentage well. chance in it. Yeah, and we've got three centre halves. They've got one centre forward in the box, and they score from a header. That to me, like when you when you see the goal, I mean, it's a hell of a ball in. Like it's an unbelievable ball. Yeah, it is. But you've got two centre halves who are like three centre halves in the box. All of them are quite decent in the air, it's and it's up. just on his head. Like he's not; they're not tight enough to him. And mm. I know it's like his mistake um, for giving the ball away. But the defenders, in my opinion, have got to do a lot better there. Um, but the second goal is is almost unforgivable, really. Like it's two mistakes. One is the, the initial handling, yeah. and then when it's on the line and he misses it, and Hugo thinks he's gonna. Um, sorry, Toby thinks he's gonna get it so therefore doesn't go to clear it and then he doesn't clear it and it goes in it's horrible feel you're full of confidence is it no. no I mean it's pretty horrible but then you've got the Leicester penalty save and the Arsenal penalty save 
and Dortmund played very well in that game as well. Did, yes, um, you're right. Yeah. He's not having a bad season. Just like these things are letting him and Tottenham down. You know, um, it's a game we should have drawn. He's our captain, so you can't just. It's difficult to just bin him off like that. But um, you think, like, if you think about like the mistakes he's about, like loads of them spring into your head, like the, the diving header that tried to clear for oh, yeah, City. against City when Jesus scored. Yep. Uh, the, these these ones, the Barcelona one, it's. They're glaring errors as well, aren't they? Yeah. Um, um, it's difficult. I mean, it's difficult. It's a difficult player to replace. Maybe the game has overtaken them a little bit. Um, you know, when he first joined, you know, we had, we had Sherwood and AVB. And now we're a team who can challenge for a title. And Stop when fucking up. And when you've got, <laughs> you know, when you've got people like, when you've got players like Sissoko, I think Windy was um, very vocal saying how Sissoko wouldn't get into any other midfield in the top six. Yeah, and you know you got Hugo, who's probably wouldn't. I mean, to be fair, Red is one of the best goalkeepers in the league, but those mistakes are costing us games, man. Mm. What was the point about Sissoko? Not like so what? Well, he was just saying that we're. But there are, there are other players in say Arsenal that wouldn't get another top six size, probably. Yeah, but I think the I think the point Windy apart from Man City and Liverpool, maybe. I think the point Windy's making is that um, because Sissoko used to be so crap, mm. we're accepting. An average player. I don't agree with that at all. I think he's played with us. He's played his way into the team and he deserves a starting space. I, I, I agree that his ceiling's lower than most of the other players. If you're playing at your ceiling, he's played better than he's been more useful than Ericsson in his respective role. Mm. Um, so it's because Ericsson's ceiling is higher that Sissoko gets beaten for it. I think he hasn't just hasn't let us down. Really, apart from... <laughs> Apart from Sky in that ball and Sky in the couple of other times he's done it, I can't. I, I find it. I, maybe he's not. He's not having a go at Sissoko. Maybe he's saying, you know, that the fact is he's not. As, he's not up to the standard to play for the other teams, which is fair enough. But in terms of his form, I think because, because he's Sissoko, because of how garbage he was before, that he perhaps doesn't get the credit he deserves, and maybe, maybe he would get into. But I don't think the overall. Team. I don't think the overall feeling. Was that you know was vitriol towards him mm. for that miss? No. And I don't know if Eric Lamella, for example, does that. Yeah. Then I think he'd get absolutely put on a stake. Yeah. <laughs> you know Ned Stark style. Um, <laughs> Kane's, Kane's involvement was limited. I think it was it was tough. I guess thirty-one you know, touches. Thirty-one touches, but you know against the Liverpool side that has been much more defensively astute this season. Yeah. Letting much fewer goals in their ways than they ever have, certainly on the Klopp. Um, He's always going to be in a position where he's going to be stubbed. He's not won the game since he's come back in the Premier League. Fucking get him out. Like, <laughs> yeah. What is he? He's picked up an NBA. What else has he done? Get him back on, like, out on loan yeah. and then bring him back. Because so, when we did that in the past, it worked out quite well. Yeah. yeah. What's Soko do his ankle or something? In, 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 <laughs> Sissoko got to go and do him because I can't drop him. He's a, cap- you know, he's a vice captain. He's Harry Kane. Can yeah, do if, he, if he get rid of Hugo and Kane in one go, makes a Soko captain. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, when you're like when you're playing up front on your own, like it is always difficult to get a lot of the ball, and you are reliant on like service around you. And um, again, like Liverpool, decent side, and defensively they have got so much better this year. Mm. And like, there's a lot of hype about him, but let's be honest, Van Dijk is excellent. Yeah, he's amazing. Like he is excellent, and um, I thought he did a really good job with Kane's. Like Kane, either movement phases defenders or his physicality yeah. and I think Van Dijk actually did really well with both that being said I thought when Kane interacted with the rest of the team he was like 
absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, that pass for the first goal. Oh, it was, was incredible. sublime. And the pass to, to set up that one touch sort of swivel pass into yeah. Son's path. Yeah. And set up the Sissoko chance. And just like he was just getting fouled, he was just holding the ball up and he was getting us up the pitch. Like sometimes mm. he was basically doing the sort of centre forward work that goes kind of unsung a lot by kind of passing fans. You just think, oh, he's not scored, therefore he's been shit. If Son had started up front in that game, you'd have got absolutely demolished. Yeah, mate. totally. I think Van Dijk and Matic would have eaten them up. So, yeah. yeah. I quite like what Poch did in terms of changing the game and being brave. Yeah, half-time, yeah. Yeah, um, I think he changed the formation with four at the back with Ventongan at left-back for a while. And he put Danny Rose in centre-mid. Danny Rose centre-mid, then changed it. Um, so, you like that. And, and again, I just hold fast on this. We were unlucky. Another game we would have won and... I think we're doing the right thing. I don't have any. Do you have any fear of going into the rest of the season that we won't finish in the top four? Oh hell yeah, I'm I'm human. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, you know, we're, we're at home, we're going to win every single game. Of course, there's a fear. Um, Arsenal are coming into form. You got Man, Man U and Chelsea played over. That's helpful. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, I mean, without doing a deep dive into Arsenal too much, I think under Emery they seem to be made of stronger stuff. Their, their away form is dreadful, mm. but. They're in, they're, in, they're in a confident run of form. So, yeah, I do have fears. Um, in the WhatsApp group, a couple of them are saying, uh, it's done. Or were they just being tongue-in-cheek? They're saying that they're... They're, they're, they're being Bardi and Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Yeah, them two. Uh, they, they they kind of felt like it's, it's over. But don't we, like, as fans, like, I think <laughs> a lot of us, crazy. We, we kind of create a barrier by, like, putting it out there to the world. Oh, it's done. So that if we then do it, it's like it's great, and if we don't do it, it's like well, I kind of was prepared for that. Mm. I think there's a lot of lot of fans. We've all done it to a certain extent where we kind of like go into a game going, we're losing this. You know, we did it a little bit with this game, the Liverpool game. Yeah, we were like, well, we're expecting to get walloped. If if we get a good result of it, I'll be buzzing. Mm. That's kind of like saying, well, it's done. And now if it happens, it's like well, and that's what's so disappointing about it, weren't it? Because when we realised we were in it and could have won it, yeah. to then have it snatched away from us is. To them as well, those fucking rats. You know what? Um, I watched Trump, Trump on Twitter said today. They're coming out to the idea of it not being such a bad thing if Liverpool win the league. Don't hit me. I'm just repeating <laughs> what the bloke said. You look like you want to hit me right now. Well, I, I but um, there's a small part of me that thinks, okay, if City win the league, that's fine. They spent the most money. They should win the league. But in a weird way, it would be nice seeing someone who appreciates winning the league win the league nah, because when when City and Chelsea I'm kind of trying to do a John Bassett thing but when City and Chelsea win the league it's like they win they win stuff anyway it's nothing to them but it would mean a lot to a bunch of people who I hate yeah so that's probably why I don't really want them to win but yeah. I kind of see the angle why I can see it if, if, if you put aside the mawkishness and yeah. Carragher celebrating a goal and all that all that can't know can you all that how, how, do you? how do you put it did that upset like, you yeah, did so I, I wasn't bothered. I listened to it with uh, the sound off. Okay. I always, whenever we're playing Liverpool, Everton, I, I can't listen to it with the volume on. I get too wound up. They're just their fans are so like one-eyed. It, yeah, which you can understand. All fans are, but yes. they're especially yeah. like when a foul's gone against them, they don't deserve. It's like literally the world has ended, and every uh, I don't want to say anything really offensive. So. I'm, just one. Did you see the Salah interview? Yeah. Where I've, I've not watched it all, but Palace is in the roundabout way that people are having the seasons of their life and they're still 
and I still like one goal behind them kind of stuff. Yeah, he yeah. seems very thin-skinned. Yeah, there's probably players for the right club that is saying you know stuff like that. Totally, yeah, because he was basically like they were saying to him, oh, you know, how do you feel? You know, you know, this was kind of a game where he hadn't scored for a long time and blah blah blah, kind of saying you're having a bit of a shit time of it. Mm. And uh, he kind of went on this massive thing, yeah, about like other players doing this and doing that, and the goal scoring charts. And he's like, "But I'm not really bothered, you know, as long as we win." It's like, well, no, you, you clearly are, are, are a little bit. No, no, right. he's like a proper Finskin guy. He, um, he, how reactive he was to Kane's mm. the running. Yeah, exactly, exactly, per- perfect club, as you say. Uh, Palace up next, which is more exciting, yeah, isn't it? Because it's the first game back, propagate properly. Do you, did you go to the Legends game? I went to both games. I watched half of the Legends game. I've got, I think, fortune half games at the moment. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I was in the stadium until half time. Yeah. And then um, I had a few alcoholic beverages and decided not to go back. That's fine. And just stood having beers of, with my friends. Because you didn't want to see Gazza anyway, did you? I'm not really asked. I don't really, I don't really lord him like many of our fan base do. But, you know, it's nice to see him and... Okay, I'm not going to say that joke, so I'll just crack on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the person who came on for make the joke itself, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was nice. It, I mean, it, it was a, it was nice because a lot of people didn't bother with the under 18s, so they saw that game, and it was a n- nice atmosphere. And I can't wait for. I think because it, yes, last Saturday was my first time, was my third time there. Yeah. I'm a bit like, well, just, let's just bring on Palace, bring on City, let's have, let's have the lights and fireworks and shit. You know? I'm quite excited because I was supposed to go to the Legends game, but I couldn't because family stuff. But the <clears throat> I'm quite excited to. Like, this is going to be my first experience. It's going to be full. It's <clears throat> means a lot, and the atmosphere should be incredible. I, I'm so excited about tomorrow night. I really, really am. Especially because I nearly, I've had such a nightmare about my ticket. I, I literally was on the phone to the ticket office today at the point of breaking into tears, and I can't remember I've cried as a grown man, but I felt like crying. I felt like this is anyway. Anyway, I've got in. It's all Sorted. good. We've got a ticket. Sorted. We've got a ticket. And just the idea of going to White Hart Lane, seeing it for the first time, people walking around me, horse shit, chicken. I mean, That's yeah. still there, yeah. yeah I don't even eat chicken, but I like looking at that place when I walk yeah, past. It's it reminds me. It is nostalgia. I um, I had a very like Tottenham moment at the Legends game. Mm. So it was the first time seeing the stadium, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that I did it then because I could kind of take it in. And now I'm just, yeah, like you two, I'm really excited for like the first actual proper game and I'm, I'm buzzing for it. But it got to sort of like, sit, well, how, whenever they uh, the Inter-Legends scored essentially the winning goal, yeah. and there were two old boys next to me, <laughs> and the whole way through they were so invested in the game, they were like slagging people off for not making tackles, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were like going ballistic. And then when the goal went in, this one old boy just went, well there was two of them, so one of them just slumped into his chair and he just went... <sighs> same old fucking Tottenham <laughs> which had me in bits and then the other one was going fucking Basong pick your man up and I don't, I don't think it was even Basong's man what? and it was just like this is oh, perfect what, yeah, what is perfect. it what is it about what like how like how do you go to a Legends game <laughs> where these people just mucking about having a laugh mate this guy was raging at car for not trucking back and he, and he just looked at his man and he went same as same as before yeah like, what are you expecting he's like 40 yeah I mean, I wasn't that impressed with um, Timo Tenio. Well, you said he looks quite fat. I didn't say that. You just <laughs> said that. I just said, in the WhatsApp group, I said that, but that's a private conversation between me and you. Why are you taking an argument to yourself for? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just saying that he looked a bit like he, he hadn't taken care of himself. Yeah. And <laughs> Alan Nilsson, however, looked like he'd still played. Like a Greek god. It did yeah. look amazing, didn't it? He was balling, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, 
Yeah, Van der Vaart is a bit I, like... He's like he's actually done a lot since he retired, didn't he? Mm. Looks like he hasn't played... He's before. eaten a lot, for that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was always a bit fat as a player. Yeah, yeah, I think I think by half-time I just thought, oh, I can't be bothered to go back. Um, Fuck the legend. I think the good thing is, is that... This, I mean, there are some people who wanted to wait to a palace to do the full fat experience, but the fact I've gone to you know, some of the um, food places and eaten some of the mm. food and walked around, do you know what's I can just kind of focus on the game. Do you know what's going on the op- the opening ceremony? What's that about? Um, Is it bad if I don't want to watch it? No, apparently, Chico's turned us down. He's going to sing at the opening ceremony. In the, in Chico, yeah. Stacey Solomon, Chico, Chico. Yeah, yeah, turned yeah, us down. Turned us down, mate. Turned us down. Might, might, might get MC Grinder instead. <laughs> I'd be alright with that. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on here. Well, Stacey Solomon was rumoured to do the opening. Why would she be rumoured to do it? No idea. And I didn't hear the Chico time, but. That was a joke. Oh. Right. Sad. <laughs> I really went for that one then. Like he's gonna die, I, thought, Let me just... <laughs> I don't even know what Chico time is. What are we talking about? Inside the next factor. Yeah. Fuck, I don't what's the matter with me? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what any of this is. Stacey Solomon is, is the woman. Oh hello, that's me. Stacey. Oh yeah, the, yeah, I do know her. Yeah, that she was, was the worst impression. But you got no, it. No, no, no. I remember from um, Get Me Out of Here. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, so that. So that's the, and, and before that, they you know for the closing ceremony they had the geezer from the fucking Coke and Pear adverts. <laughs> to be fair, he sounds sound quite good. Though. No, he, he, he's got a lovely voice. He's got I'm bars. Not, I, I'm not saying he hasn't got a lovely voice. I'm just like. But he wasn't there in that capacity, though, so it's not that bad. It, I, I was just waiting for him to go, compare. Oh, my good Is God. It, um, I, I, uh, Isn't Adele a Spurs fan? What, what? Get out She's fucking getting us. Get the checkbook out. I know what? you ain't got money for players. you got money for Adele. Get How much you could have got? A million? So what's that? Get what, do want, what do you want to fucking sing, Sing though? fucking, what's it called? Something like you or what? No, 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 get... Um, Something home, innit? No, get... Yeah. I couldn't name any of her songs as well. Yeah, there's an same. absolute banger on the end of her first album. It's called Fuck, I can't remember. Let's Joe Rogan. Let's find a song before we finish for half time. Well, we get a um, copyright strike. Just don't play yeah. it. Just, just... Yeah, My, ho- Hometown Glory. Hometown Glory, that's it. Hometown, Hometown Glory is a quality tune. She gets a lot of props in the, uh, yeah. in the community. I have to yeah. listen to that then. Use some of the Dembele money. Just... Have a listen, you wear them, you like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's proper one. representing. Um, um, Poor people. <laughs> Which is what I like. So pay her a million to come like perform that. and sing one song for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the hometown glory. Is it she's from Tottenham. It's about our ends. We're coming home. It's yeah. glorious. Yeah. Get the fucking checkbook out. Go yeah. and get her. I don't get see her. the point of an opening ceremony. It's a bit fucking rubbish. Not, nor do I. Just yeah. the opening oh. ceremony can be the fucking blowing of the whistle and getting the just game just under. Just bang a fucking gong and just leave it at that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Get a fucking soundbar from there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone have a little meditation. Just an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> what what phone company is that? Is it, is it MGM that had the yeah, geezer yeah, playing yeah, yeah. in the gong? Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Like, geezer just picks up a, one of those like, budget air horns from his pound shop. Yeah. He's got a high vi on and a helmet. Walks into the centre of the stadium and just goes... And then he's into a cordless mic. Yeah, yeah. And just comes through the PA. Into a... Into a fucking traffic code. Yeah. And then uh, and then we're open, we're yeah. ready to go. And then maybe just like, if we're going to do all like the uh, film companies, just get a lion to come out and just roar that yeah. word. And just like all that sort of shit. Yeah, WWE away fans, that'd be fun. Remind me. Hold your lodges to get all these back. <laughs> just let a lion in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like six feet of void, but the fucking away fans. <laughs> let off three, like six or seven lions. Yeah. And We've got the safety, c- the safety certificate now. Fucking put the lions in with the Palace Ultras. Fuck them. <laughs> Simba's in there just fucking eating people. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh. 
couldn't think of any other famous lions. I went for Simba. <laughs> a cartoon. He's a cartoon. And he's also tiny. Yeah. For the vast majority of that film. But, there was, yeah. there was one more thing I wanted to say. It's <laughs> Legends game. So before the game, it's Jewel of the Fates, Star Wars. But the mm. added on Can't Smile Without You After, yeah. which has a mixed reception. I quite enjoyed it. Because I like that song. It makes me feel right. happy. Right. But the song is not rousing and intimidating. Now, True. I don't believe any music is going to intimidate anyone. I mean, come on. Bring the ruckus, Wu-Tang. That'd get... That'd get but it is... is um, yeah. That, 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 imagine that. That, that would be Ringing incredible. out in Lane. Bring the motherfucking I mean, ruckus! You know, and then Kane had, just walking out like, fucking come on. We've yeah. had this conversation. Yeah, we have, yeah. we have the exact conversation. Yeah. We were about this. Bring the ruckus would be a, the Bring best. Bring the ruckus is the best yeah. uh, entrance music of all time. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I've got, I, I take exception from a fan who thinks Star Wars, Jewel of Fates, is a good fucking entrance music. It's become... It's become... Um, it's Star Wars. I've never seen Star Wars, and I'm not going to have this conversation again. <laughs> well, I probably will, but... Um, <laughs> I find, as long as I've been going, which isn't that long, about 11 years, that's been our walk-on yeah. music. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. kind of used to it. This kind of indicates that we're ready to play. Yeah. I'm obviously in the context of Star Wars and it being a bit nerdy, but... See, it's not even the good Star Wars, yeah? It's, it's the, the one with... Jabba the Bink. Was it? Jabba, <laughs> Binks. Jabba the Binks. <laughs> Jabba the Binks. It's like a budget version. It's like, like the shittest one that everyone hates. Yeah, Jabba. Um, so, and it's fine with that, but if you just like, at least can't, can't smile without you, it's tight in a minute. Yeah. It's, it's not like, do you think any any team of any fans are here jewel of fates and go, oh, okay, this is going to be a bit dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> Better keep my nut down when I get out there. <laughs> get out there and there's about a million tarquins. But I don't, but I don't go to any other grounds and think, oh, I've been intimidated by any of their songs. Yeah. What is Chelsea's is liquidator, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and then they say, that's, do, exactly, do, that's do, pretty Chelsea, But that's not intimidating. No. It's a quality song. It's there's about three, about three clubs use the same song anyway, um, Wolves and West Brom. Yeah. Do they do it as well? Yeah, they, they probably had it first. How does Z cars go by Evan? Uh, the, one that, the one that Tony Belly walks in. Yeah, that, yeah. I can't remember. Both would have the same song, yeah. Again, not, not intimidating. Yeah. So maybe there is room for just to change it up. Yeah. And at least it's ours. Like, at least it's our thing. Like, that might make us. I said it's very fucking Manolo. Why is going to very fucking Manolo for my it's a fan, It's a fucking. What about. I, I would quite like. I like Three Little Birds. That isn't. That's not an aggressive song. I that's like. great when you hear a fan singing. It's a shame that Liverpool have adopted it. Yeah, well, that's there you go. That's got to go in it. I'd say Barry Manilow is cooler than Star Wars on a scale of like non-cool things. Think of all of the clunge that Evil One has got. Star Wars <laughs> has got zero clunge. Barry Manilow, Barry probably... cleaning up. <laughs> Every yeah. time he goes in for his little like Botox filler, he's there just yeah. chatting at the reception. Need a right fucking there. mop to clean it up. Just wipe. <laughs> just wipe. You know, you know, you know. Last week we were talking about moisty and that. Yeah, oh, yeah. moisty. I call it cunt snot. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what you call it. No, that's not what you call it. <laughs> of course that, it is. That's a dis- what do you mean, of course it is? Like you're saying something complete, completely makes that's disgusting to you. Cunt's not is I'm, I am, absolutely incredible. I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of you. And did we ever get to the bottom of what we're calling the hole in the end of the penis? Because we were trying to move away from... Someone sent me something from Japside. Yeah. You're not allowed to say that anymore, are we? No. And, or, or Oriental. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say that anymore. So, yeah. especially not in the same sentence. If you <laughs> well, those are both two things that came up about things you're not allowed to say anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, it's funny you can't say it anymore. It's like they gutted. It's like someone's dad going, "You can't, you can't say anything these days." <laughs> can't say that anymore. <laughs> Come on, fucking liberty. <laughs> That's a fucking liberty. <laughs> 
Like, actually, like their liberties have been restricted. Yeah. Like, how dare, how can, what do you mean I can't racially abuse people anymore? For <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Fucking liberty. You're know, taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> world's gone mad. Um, Ho- Holly Ann, who listened to the podcast, said it's called Love We. Love We? Yeah, that's, I said it's not called that. Don't, no, that's rubbish. Yeah. Just, just piss Piss hole. <laughs> No, no, you're talking about the moisty. Oh, moisty. Yeah. It's called Love Wee. Love Wee. Yeah. Sex Wee. So, yeah. Both selective, isn't it? Sex Wee. Hot you know. dog brine's one I've heard. Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's got yeah. the, the smell. And no, it hasn't like, got the smell. Mate, smell hot dog brine. I smell it. Right. Then smell cunt's not. And tell me it's not hot dog brine. <laughs> this is disgusting. It I'm is the worst. I'm ashamed of it. both of you. Yeah. <laughs> you disgusting people. This is, I yeah. think we're going to just stick with moisty. I like moisty. It's right. cute. I like Rick was going. Rick was going. Moisty. 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 And and what you couldn't see that what me and John could see was <laughs> Ricky gesturing with his chin. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, Moisty. Oh, are we Moisty? Come on. Then. It was like he was popping his head over the yeah. covers. Yeah. Are you Moisty, lad? Yeah, Moisty. Moisty. Shall I bother going down there? Right, do you know what? I'm going to actually speak to his missus and mm. find out if that's true. Oh my god, you will as well. Oh, of course well, I would. She wouldn't mind. She's good as gold. She'd tell me. 30% has come early today. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. That's it. First half of I've got podcast. Windy. Yeah. Windy, back to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you. I've got your back. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan. And I'm very sorry to say that our under-18s have lost their unbeaten record. We lost 3-2 to Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal are a brilliant under-18 team this year. Um, and we were 2-0 up in the game. Lewis Binks was sent off following a scuffle and Arsenal scored three goals in the last ten minutes. Even worse than that, last eight minutes, something like that. And the last one had a touch of handball about it as well. So, very disappointing all round. Uh, we could still win the league, uh, but Arsenal are now in pole position. And, yeah, all very disappointing, really. Oh, dear. What a pity. Um, other news to tell you. Uh, a few. Uh, this does happen occasionally, but a few development squad players were training with the first team at the new stadium and the players spotted were George Marsh Tariq Hines Tashan Oakley Booth Jonathan Dinsay and Harvey White who's an academy first year and also Jack Rolls so maybe all is not lost on the Jack Rolls contract front it'd be great to see him stay beyond the end of this season and yeah very pleasing to see him training with the first team it could just simply be that they gave a whole bunch of development squad players the opportunity to train with the first team but Rolls was there and that's encouraging that's it for this week if you're interested in more young players follow me on twitter at Wendy Coys that's Coys for come on your spurs Second half of the Fighting Cup podcast. Thank you very much, Windy. Thanks, Wendy. We're talking about the painful 3 2 defeat against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah 2 0 up, but then we had a man sent off and. Yeah, we lost, didn't yeah. we? Another mm. sort of compact. When you watched the Legends game, mm. did you, was there any like tinge of regret when they scored? Did you think, ah? Oh. Um, no, it was more laughter when I looked over at that guy. Yeah. Just going, going mad and being really down. I was watching it, and, and, and Spurs did a very clever thing because they didn't mention they were going to be broadcasting it. 
to get people to buy tickets mm. and then at the last minute said oh it's going to be available on our Twitter so I, I watched it on that and yeah every time they did score I was a bit I was a bit gutted weirdly yeah. I was like ah oh, that's a shame it's annoying just like put how high. fucking good was Veron by the way mate, mate it's ridiculous it's how good he was so good he could play surely he could play yeah. now Oh, the good man's like 44 now and he's still yeah, I didn't know about Chris Waddle though um, someone sent us a tweet <coughs> asking what we think about Chris Waddle being um well, being snubbed, so to speak. And um, he says, you know, I'll be honest, I was a bit gutted I wasn't asked to play for Spurs, but I wish them all the best in the new stadium. Oh, well, sad. when Chim Bonda gets, gets a nod <laughs> over, over, <laughs> over um, fucking... Mm. Does that say he even come on? Uh, yeah, I think he played for a bit. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did play, because I just like said to my mate who I go with... Uh, there's Stabteri. And yeah. we, we then chuckled for about five minutes and that was the last we saw of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, got a question from Mustafa, Mustafa, Mustafa Barmel on Facebook. He says, should Spurs fans be optimistic based on the last five years or pessimistic based on the last 30? <laughs> go, T. Well, obviously, us being a happy cap podcast, I'm going to go for, you know, be optimistic, isn't it? Um, sometimes I think you need to appreciate the good times while they're there. And not keep looking over your shoulder worrying that we're going to go back to being as bad as we've been in the last 30 years. Mm. Um, it's easy to say, well, I don't know, Potts leaves, Ericsson leaves, Toby leaves, and we're going to be back to what some say is our mean. Just just appreciate the moment. <coughs> appreciate the time. I don't think... Um, I mean, just, you need to have a bit of a balance, really. You can't just be... I mean, you know, we're going to talk about an article that Biden wrote about questioning Pochettino, but it's not all doom and gloom. We're still in a good position and it's still in our hands. Yeah, and also... <coughs> Well, no, you do sort of think of a Man City game. I think it's not in our hands. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> You've got to get an early night. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, it, it's also the fact that you, you should be optimistic by the last five years. We had some incredible seasons, um, and that's because of Pochettino. And the infrastructure around the club. So it is about focusing on day-to-day. That's always the most healthiest way to be. But it also conjures uh, kind of fear and trepidation because, because it's day-to-day or result-by-result. You are your feeling is dominated by your recent form, and um, at the moment it's not easy to be optimistic, despite the fact that there is this amazing infrastructure around the club. The stadium wasn't built purely, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm not sure many people would disagree with this. It wasn't built just as a money spending exercise. It's important for Enig and the value <laughs> value of the club for us to be playing in the Champions League. And I think he realises, and Pochettino, uh, it's the most obvious thing, that eventually there has to be some sort of speculation. Because of the size of the stadium, because of the amount of revenue that's going to be coming in, means we're able to spend more than we were before. And whether we will or not is another thing. But the fact is we're in a position now, much a much stronger position financially than we were before. Now, I, I understand we've got to pay off the stadium. But the fact is, when with financial fair play, it's so much about the amount of revenue you generate dictating how much money you can spend that <coughs> the stadium's only going to be a positive thing and the fact that we haven't spent over the last two, three seasons sorry, two or three transfer windows suggests that there will be money to spend I don't think Do you, but, but the other side of it is um, if we'd never moved and we stayed at Wild Hot Lane after being unbeaten for that entire season mm-hmm. do you think maybe we could have just you know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have the restrictions of the new stadium. I think we, we will, we'll never know. It's just hypothetical. <coughs> but the hypothetical is a fair question because it, we, I think we'd have had a one. We'd probably had one. We probably might have won the league. We might have, might have won the league, right? We might have done. We nearly did, but you 
can't you have to make sensible business decisions you have to future proof you can't I, I, the owners of the football club have to future proof and and Although, you know, you talk about Leicester, they've got that experience of winning the league and that was an anomaly for them and they'll never get up to that again, you'd imagine. But I think our aspirations are greater than that. It's sustained success. It's multiple title-winning challenges and you can't do that without having the correct infrastructure around the club. I think, given the fact that we have that now, we've got a new stadium to go into, that you can't be anything but, you know, optimistic. Yeah. The last 30 years are irrelevant now because we're a different football club. Yeah, so I, I look at this question and, and kind of look at it exactly like you were saying, which is that you now if you answer this question today, it's very different to what it was when we were ten points clear of Arsenal and we were we were flying essentially. You would, without thinking about it, just say, "Well, yeah, of course we're going to be optimistic. Things are great. We've got the new stadium coming. We're doing really well. Look at the last few years, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And, and depending on when you get asked this question, it might sort of change your focus. But all I would say is look at the trend. So if you look at our in, like entire history. And then you, you focus on, say, like the la- like a generation, so the last sort of 10 to 20 years. <clears throat> and you can see, like, from, you know, Yol's time to now, the improvement of where we've gotten. Individual moments and seasons, even individual seasons might not have constantly been improving. But overall, in that period of time, we've taken quite big steps forward, actually. Mm. You know, we spoke on the podcast last time about just getting into Europe was an amazing thing. And, like, playing away in Europe was incredible. Then it was like, you know, getting into the Champions League was like dreamland. Then it was amazing. Then it was like actually going on a bit of a run in the Champions League. Then it was like that finishing consistently in the top four. Then it was like we're in title races. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, have to look at it as an overall trend. And this year, if we finish fourth, you might look at that and say, well, that's a step back in terms of the like, most pre, you know, recent seasons. It maintains the status quo. But the trend is, is improving over a longer period of time. And that's why for me, it's like we've got to be optimistic as a fan base because... I kind of look at everything that we've got already and I, I kind of think we are now sort of building ourselves to be in a position to to do really well over the next five years and I think we will. And also winning the league, if you did, you won it once and that's great. But if Arsenal are above you the next season, you forget very quickly about winning that league. But don't get me wrong, it would be a story that you tell your grandchildren, we witnessed our team win the league, Tottenham Hotspur win the league and that would be incredible. But so much of people's moods around football is dictated by how much of a how big of a stick an opposition fan has to beat us with mm. and that seems to be where it's you know a lot of the angst comes from and that won't disappear by winning the league once that disappears by dominating north london for decades and that's what we've got to aspire to be doing yeah uh, and i think we're in a better position now than we was five years ago when Pochettino took over yeah so why wouldn't you be and the same people at the board so why wouldn't you be optimistic about that and that's the argument for the whole, oh, I suppose you just need to win a trophy, any old trophy. And I just, I, I sort of, yeah, would I like to win a trophy? Of course I would. Like, that'd be amazing. But I feel like everyone associated with the club, um, have used the club, and, and we should all think of it that way, as having bigger aspirations than just win a cup, and that'll be the end of it, and that'll keep everybody happy. Yeah. We should be going, how do we build this club and build this you know team into a position where we can win this cup this year, the league this year, and then next year we win it again, and next year we win everything. That's what I think and I hope is kind of you know the master plan is this club needs to be successful, but for a consistent basis, not just a, let's just buy a team to win one cup, mm. and then that'll be fine, and, and Sky will praise us, and everything will be good in the world. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want if you want us to be bought out by a sort of country, or, or, or you know as well as what happened with Man City then um, the club needs to be set up in a way that makes it attractive. And that's what's happened. So if, it isn't, if it's about Levy's lack of ambition, 
if we were get sold by it. I can't imagine who could buy us other than the very richest people that are interested in investment in sports. They're going to be ones looking at us and thinking, actually, that, that club is primed now yeah. for a little bit of investment. And go, <clears throat> if that's what you're after, then Levy's almost hand delivering that if that's what they want to do. You know? Although the trust said that they, from their from their understanding, it's not they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, anything to add there, T? No. Okay, news and articles. Spurs to compete with Arsenal to sign Everton centre back Michael Keane. Yeah, that, the reaction to that's not been great. I don't. I don't know. I don't really. I think him and Maguire kind of emerged at the same time, and I think Maguire's kind of gone in one direction, and Keane's kind of almost stagnated a bit. I'd have him. Would you, uh, Maguire? Oh, Maguire. Talk about Keane. Yeah, I know. Keane. I know. I'd like, I just. I, I don't know anything, but I can't. Fucking like I don't even know what it looks like. It's just yeah, <laughs> like you, you'd be able to look at him for five minutes, and then someone said, "What do you look like?" And you'd go, oh, "I don't know." Yeah, I feel like that about a lot of the Arsenal players as well. Yeah. But mm. I think um, we're signing him on the presumption that Toby's going to leave, and I don't know. That's what we'd really. That's what that's what you really want, is it? Mm. <clears throat> Not at all. But I think I'm resigned to him going. Um, yeah. yeah. Incredible this uh, this season. Like he's good, he's a great player. He don't get me wrong, but he's made a good stop against Salah. He's getting a lot less props than Van Van Dijk's Yeah, he did actually. And yeah. you would argue that Salah running that you was a lot more intimidating than Sissoko. Yeah, and I thought he he did exactly the same as Van Dijk, if not better. I think that's the thing with Toby. He's so good that just kind of mm. you know his average is amazing. But yeah. we just think, well, oh, do you know? Yeah. I've come to the conclusion that I don't really know what I'm watching anymore. <laughs> That I feel like I'm so entrenched in what these preconceived ideas about the players we have that everything I look at is like everything I say is like steeped in this false agenda that I've created, and I don't trust anything I'm saying anymore. It's the same for everyone, though. Yeah. Everyone gets proved wrong. Yeah, but like if you know that, like you guys know me now, and you know the players that I do have an agenda against, and those that I don't. Yeah. Like Davinson Sanchez. I've got an agenda against him. He ain't really done much wrong. Although I did notice him get barged off the ball yeah. in the box. And I was like, I was going to go in the group, fucking done it again, isn't he? But then I realised, just don't do that. Just put your phone down. That's not going to help anyone. That's not going to make them not feel better. Then I'm going to get into some sort of... Uh, fuck. Anyway. <laughs> you seem so stressed by it. I know, you take some like night well, crisis. It is a bit of an existential crisis because we've been doing this nearly eight years now. And I realised that the... Of all of the millions of words I've said into that microphone, how much of it's just utter bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? That's how I feel, but just about my daily life. Yeah, well, I, I say like millions of words a day, and like ninety nine percent of them are utter shit. That's or, that's not true. Or defending people I shouldn't defend. That's not true because in the No Holds Barred podcast, yeah. there's going to be <laughs> you've got an excellent knack of the, of, of creating unpopular opinion <laughs> and, and, and swaying us round to thinking. She's got a point. Essentially, he gets a pile of shit and puts a ribbon around it. Yeah, yeah. essentially, I'm Joseph Goebbels for the Brexit generation. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is not a tag that you want, really. So. <laughs> not really, but, you know, you admire it. You've got to roll with it, haven't you? Like T says, you've got to double down on that shit. Yeah, you've got to. You don't have to, but yeah. you do choose to. Uh, yeah, so more, if, if, you, if you're interested in talking to, for us talking about politics and other, all, all kinds of shit, really... Um, then uh, the No Holds Barred podcast is there. It's actually really good, mm. really, really good uh, to access it. You've got to pay us money, sadly. So it is sad, yeah. but, yeah, but not for me. It's a modern world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you realise in the Patreon group, um, every first is when the money comes out of Patreon. Yeah, and they're like, 
happy payday. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck, it's not supposed to be like that. Like, I'm giving you, trying to provide you with content that you think's value enough for you to give that money across and be like, and, and I'm really grateful of it. As long it's as you don't like, start, like, posting, like, you know, those big checks. Yeah. That they get for charities. <laughs> but I'm just there on his, like, Twitter updating it. Like, oh, look at this. Brilliant day for me. Payday. Yay. <laughs> They've got a speedboat. This is a terrace house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bullseye on, on, on just on, on my drive, which I don't have. Yeah. Drive it a drive on, on wheels, a boat that's detached to nothing with a bow. Yeah, like, oh, look at this. Um, uh, yeah, they were they were creating. You know the you know the Breaking Bad meme with the guy. Yeah, but, lies, money. Lies down on the money pit. You what are. I would say is I left my job, <laughs> and. This doesn't cover the wages that I gave up. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, so I just, I just want to put this across that I'm not rolling in money yeah. at all. Um, but you know, another 300 patrons, I will be. Then, it, <laughs> then it's time for the big checks. Yeah, pause. Yeah, piles of cocaine. Yeah, we might get into a bit of brown, and let's see how <laughs> see how long we can keep this up. Just wearing a dressing gown all day, every yeah. day. Yeah, Gucci. Lovely. Uh, talk, oh, Spurs intend to sell Serge Aurier in the summer. I think there's been a lot of celebration around that one. He just it's not worked out. It's not worked out. He, he wanted to, he was brought to a place called Walker and he hasn't. No. Uh, it's compounded by the fact that Trippier is in front of him and he will not an give up. An absolute he, bin file of a footballer. I see this is where I think your agenda's planning. <laughs> um, I don't hide it. You called him a bin fight. I don't hide it at all. <laughs> I don't hate, hide it. You hate his cuts. I fucking hate him. <laughs> oh, but the bad piece of life happened to him and only him. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, well, it's just banter, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if Kieran Trippier is listening to this instead of thinking about how to improve his game, yeah. then that's a part of the problem. Yeah, main problem. And to yeah. be fair, there's only three last week and it still looked a bit suspect. Berbatov said that we should go to for the, the, uh, the lit in... For my ex. Nice one, Berber. Yeah, cheers. Right, oh, we should, should, you, well, right, should we go for Messi? I was going to say, he's a good player, that Messi. Yeah. You should have a look at him. I get Dybala in there as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, cheers, Berber dog. <laughs> yeah, nice one, mate. Uh, get him in the Berber. scouting team. Um, the reception he got was, wasn't that bad. I was supposed yeah. to be loads of booze ringing out. But he seems to be quite fond of Tottenham. He's mm. he's, uh, he's a lovely header. He's yeah. a lovely header. So, yeah. Like, the, yeah. The thing the thing about um, Berbatov is, he, I look at him and I realise that he left for Man United. But I also kind of caveat that feeling of negativity I have when thinking about that time with the fact, well, he doesn't fucking owe Tottenham anyway. We, we bought him from Leverkusen, right? We give him his opportunity in the Premier League, but but why wouldn't he go to Man United in that scenario? But a question for you is, did he have a better United career or Tottenham career? Was he more effective? Probably at United, really. Yeah, but then he got top in the Champions League final, so it didn't yeah. go down well with him. Yeah. But... Um, I guess in their relationship he's given more to Tottenham than we've given to him so it's an unpopular truth isn't it yeah. you know look, you know, you lot went to Seville was he at the team when he played for Seville I can't remember but you know there's some away games in New York. I think it might have been Braga when you know he scored a, went around the keeper oh, mate, yeah Leverkusen he went round yeah. um, Besiktas that's the one yeah away. the goal against um, Braga at home I think yeah. when he Ball came over, cushioned it on his knee, and volleyed it in. I, 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 the Reading six four. He's got yeah. four goals in that uh, Middlesbrough game. He's given us given us loads. I mean, he's. A, I didn't like the way he left, but that's football. Yeah. It's football, and I, I I genuinely look at him and, and his time, and I've never been more mesmerised by a player in in my entire life. Like, I loved Janola, but it was like Berbatov for me. I used to go there, and I would just. I, I would. I know it's a cliche, but I'd have paid money just to watch him. Yeah, he was. He, he just gold. Yeah, he's um 
for me, there's there's a couple of reasons why I've always like had a massive soft spot for Berber. One is because um, he is everything that I enjoy in a footballer, um, because I try and like kind of look up to players who are similar to my amateur career. So essentially, no pace, yeah, uh, wonderful first touch, yeah, um, and just just you know just kind of a glamorous luxury player. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for in a professional athlete, like a Lee Trundle. Yeah, I'm imagining you being. But basically, Lee Trundle. And the reason that I love Berbatov so much is I got my first football nickname. Um, after him, which was Slimitar Burgatov, uh, <laughs> which is which is perfect. Um, and yeah, he is. I mean, in a serious note, he is everything that I enjoy about the kind of that side of football, like the, the technical aspect of it. Yeah. And I just remember, like, it actually wasn't for us; it was for Fulham when he was just basically playing wherever he wanted for them. Yeah. And someone switches the ball, and he just brings it under. Yeah, yeah. Where it like well. stops dead. Yep. And um, just being mesmerised by it, like it looked like it had been edited. And um, he did a lot of things like that for us, like first touches and his link-up play with Keane and that whole era of the Keane-Berbatov partnership was yeah. just was amazing for me. And um, yeah, I'm with you too. Like, I didn't like the way that he left. It is That's just the way that it goes with football. But um, I'll always have a soft spot for He's him. A He's maverick, a wonderful he? player. Wonderful, wonderful can player. I, can, I, um, can I say an unpopular truth? Shoot. Klingsman was fucking garbage. <laughs> uh, <you were> fucking <laughs> he, he was a disgrace. A fucking disgrace. He's 55 years old. Yeah, but like, don't just refuse to play then. If that's what's going to turn up, do your all a favour and say, no thanks, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on that new White Hart Lane pitch with my garbage performance. And then he swatched teams. What's all that about? Yeah, what a traitor. Yeah. To the end. <laughs> Absolute that, scum. That, that moment he went from Tottenham to Inter Milan, Yeah. that was... Judas me, part two. The, the, when he left the Bayern Munich after one season. Yeah, fuck you and fuck you, Beatle. Yeah. yeah. Prick. And, and, and Gaza was absolute dog shit. <laughs> I just <laughs> need to say it. It needs to be said. Uh, I looked at my mate Nick, who I went with, and I went, I just went, we're actually better than Paul Gascoigne at football now. Oh, he is mate. so bad. Yeah. Bless him. He is, he is shit. And, um, yeah. Um, Spurs' contribution to Jimmy Greaves' medical bills, so they help him pay his medical bills. And invited Greaves to watch Spurs train. Not. I think they're fighting around the old ground and giving some memories. Because obviously, some of his memory has gone right. as a result of his stroke. So it's nice to see the club doing something nice for Spurs legend. I think <coughs> they can. I think they may wheel him out tomorrow for the Palace game. I mean, like, I, I sort of hope so because it's like just, just, um, just, just, it's just like yeah, Greaves, go and watch the lads train. So like, at least give him a game. Yeah. <laughs> give him a game. What no, do you I mean, mean? Like, give it, give it, let him go to a game. Or something. Yeah. I think he'll be there tomorrow. I think there'll be a few other Spurs legends there. That'd be nice. So. That'd be nice to see him. Yeah, I think it's the least like the club can do, and I think it's that sort of thing that actually like carries a lot of flavour uh, flavor with the fans. He had a bad relationship with Spurs for a long time. Yeah. so it's good, it's good that that's been mended. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's nice. We should be celebrating those those sort of true legends. Uh, last week, the players trained at the new stadium for the first time. That's good. Have you seen the footage of Deli Ali? Seen it for the first time? Yeah. Yeah, that was all right. Kane scoring worldies. Yeah, I just like when they start hitting the net in the new stadium. You're like, that's going to be all right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be decent. Isn't it? The free kicks looks all right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who like, do you what, want? Who do you want to score the first goal? Sissoko. <laughs> Genuinely, without doubt, one hundred percent. I think it'd be a good irony of Trippier doing it. <laughs> Hugo doing a robo and just bashing one in. Like, it's, like imagine it's, it's got to be Sissoko, right? <laughs> He's like, I know everyone's angry with him at Liverpool, but he's tried his art, and I know he's limited, and you know he might not get into top six sides and stuff. But he's worked his bollocks off, yeah. and he's done everything that's asked of him. <clears throat> and it's not his fault that we didn't sign midfielders. 
He's gone out there and he's and not only that, not only has he done the best of his ability, he's played better than we could ever even imagined. Yeah. And he's really have saved us at times this season in terms of just filling in wherever. I'll, yeah. I'll play, I'll play, and I'm going to do as I play as well as I can. And actually, I'm going to become a valuable cog in this machine. For him to be rewarded after that miss against Liverpool into the new stadium, fucking rifles a shot into like the top corner from 30 yards. And I'm in dreamland here, lads. <laughs> Even if it just bounces his chest and goes in. No, actually, I don't want that. It needs to be a proper goal. Yeah, well, D. I, I mean, I'm going to throw the cliche out there. I want Kane to score an absolute belter. Because I just Kane is all about Spurs and I love him so much. And he was the last player for us to score at the old lane. It'd be nice for him to score the first goal at the new one. True. That'd be nice. Symmetry. Bardi wrote an article. Did You've he? not read it, have you? No. I can see by looking in your face. That you're not <laughs> I'm looking at you. Can you please say something? <laughs> okay, basically... Um, is, he, is, he, is he Poch out? No, but uh-huh. he's saying that um, Poch is a godlike figure at Spurs and he doesn't think it's a bad thing to question... You know, because he says, judge him on the league and he's in danger of not finishing in the Champions League places this season. Mm. After we got knocked out the um, FA Cup, League Cup, he said, well, you've got to judge him on his, on his league form. True. So, if should we finish out, did he conclude with what we should do? If He'd have to hang out there like a fart in a lift. But <laughs> someone wrote a tweet yesterday saying, um, you know, that Redknapp got the sack for basically failing to meet his objectives. Mm, and um, in the article... I think there's a rumour that Potts was offered Tielemans and he said no. Wow. And you've often said yourself, Lev, that the money's there and Potts probably doesn't want these players. So he's opted to go two windows with no signings. Mm. So if he's opted to do that and they're not finishing the top four, you know. And he's got to be accountable some at some point, not necessarily. I don't think I don't think he should get the chop at all, but I yeah. just think there's no harm putting it out there as a question. Mm. Would you take um Emery over yeah. Poch if you finishes above him McLaren's unemployed McLaren he's a weird one that either the island his form of Cooper has fallen off a cliff in the big they've lost like 11 of the last 12 games I've been on the who, why are we talking about Cooper don't know let's move on um, look no just just quickly on, on, on Poch he, he, of course he shouldn't be above criticism um I, I thought you managed that game pretty well against Liverpool. Mm. Um, but like you said, if it is his decision not to sign people, Tielemans could have probably done a, done a job for us. He looks pretty tidy for Le- Leicester, has a good pedigree. Um, so it would be... I don't know what's true anymore, to be honest. <laughs> don't, don't know where I am. Yeah. Um, I just think he... Um, yeah, I think what Barley said it in there, he, he sets objectives for himself. So if he doesn't achieve those, then there has to be at least the question asked. Now, to be fair, I don't think... He should be sacked, um, but I do think it's fair that we can we can criticise. No one's about criticism. <clears throat> Matthew Borum says it's you against it's you versus Hugo Lloris. Ten penalties. How many are you scoring? Two at best. Five. You're not scoring five against Lloris. Well, you didn't see me take a penalty, mate. Also, he's terrible at saving penalties. He saved two this season. Yeah, what are you talking? Yeah, but that, but that, in fairness, that, that's the classic case of stats backing up an argument. For uh, before that, his record was <laughs> horrendous against people who are a hundred times better than any of us, though. True. You, you, I, I don't know how good you are, but that's the one leveler in football. In fairness, is kicking a football at a goal, like a, like the fitness, the running around. If he goes the wrong way and I hit the target, it's going in, isn't it? But he won't. You'll be able to read your micro. No, you do the Matt Letizia technique. You start. Aiming it to the right, you watch the keeper, 
If he starts leaning to the left, then you keep it right. If he doesn't, then you whip it. Magnetism, the best English footballers of all time. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. So, so if, I, if I go on the pitch, I'm, I'm going to do that Pele thing. You know, when he scores a thousand goals in his career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Um, I, I've got another question. Is how many? How many? If, if you've played an entire Premier League season yes. as a striker for Tottenham, as I am now, at you. No, even in your peak, right? So you get to train with them to become fully fit. So you you're... are you. You no. don't get to improve. You don't get to improve at all. How many goals do you score in a season none. for Tottenham none. as a striker? Absolutely none, unless I'm on penalties. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be on penalties. No none. complaints. None. None. Maybe one. Yeah. My, uh, you get a different time off your ass. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Uh, but there J- are... James from Bull Street reckons he had a, he had a bag nine. <laughs> <laughs> Adi Akinbaye was a professional footballer yeah. who was in peak condition. He'd played like championship football and scored a lot of goals and he couldn't muster more than two in a season. Yeah. Like, you just wouldn't... And this is what I mean about the penalties versus... Like, in a game situation, you'd just be no, like nowhere near... You wouldn't... I mean, you could get one that bounced off you in a penalty in a corner or something like that, but you wouldn't get anywhere near it. Uh, Jordan Mitchell on Reddit, he says, if you had to take one of the Legends players and play them in, the, in our team for the rest of the season, which would you take? So the ones that, that played... Yeah, Gaza. Be Gaza. <laughs> Gaza. Just make him like social committee like leader. Um, <laughs> Fan right. Probably be Robbie Keane. Yeah. Or Carr. Berbatov. Berbatov. Yeah. Uh, Berbatov coming in fifteen minutes at the end of a game, shore things up. Ten, not ten years. David Alfred weren't awful. I mean, he wasn't. Eric Thorsvet was. Yeah, he was. Mm. He says it's his first game in eleven years. Like, how do so you bad. go from being a Premier League football to being looking like me? Or... No, it's not on. Yeah, he was no. bad. Um, Next, new user underscore four twenty four twenty because he likes his weed. Or oh, yeah. his birthday. Edgy. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Four twenty has got two meanings, isn't it? I didn't know oh, that. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is it? Oh, God. So oh, I reckon it's weed. I reckon it's weed. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, he's a raging Nazi or he likes to smoke a weed. <laughs> uh, if you could have a elephant's trunk permanently attached to your face, would you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a motivation here. In hindsight, it's definitely weed, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't uh, see how that benefits me. I mean, you can't plate a girl out with a bloody elephant trunk in your face, can you? Yeah. What, what, um... Why would you? Is, the, is he missed? Is his half question missing? If you that, could have an elephant trunk yeah. permanently attached to your face, would you? Let me have a read, a, a read it again. <laughs> would you? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the question. Would you? I guess he's thinking you could like inhale a lot of weed like with that. Yeah, but your trunk. entire life is ruined. Well, that is it. No, that is it. That is it. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah, send us another one next week. Uh, James McAllister, <laughs> Jew, says. You get to win one game against City in our set of three games with them. Scores can be anything, so it can still go through in the Champions League if losing one leg. Considering bragging rights and league position, which one do you pick Spurs to win? League win. League. Really? Yeah. I think I'd go for the second leg. We're not leg. the Champions League. Why not? Because we say, that we say this about everything. Like, of course I, 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 I want it. Mate, I'm... I'm I, I'm with you all the way with this. Oh, we're going to win the league. But I'm sick of us saying, we are going to do it. This is the time and it never happening. So right now, let's consolidate. Let's yeah. think about the future. Let's take the league win. Yeah. Guaranteed top four position. Let's just take that. But even look, put it this way, right? Even if we beat City in the league, mm. we're still not guaranteed top four. Now, I, I appreciate that if we like beat City in the Champions League, we're not guaranteed to win it. But a cup competition, that's less games. Exactly. 
and you could you could have the ultimate glory. Whereas we're probably going to lose to City in the league, and we could still finish top four. So that is the that is the glory, mate. That is he, the beans. He's not. There's one thing he's not said. What's he not said? We could draw. We could draw in a league. Mm. So we'll win the game in the Champions League. Draw the league game. Bob's your uncle, mate. Yeah, I've do, stumped you. Do the double. There you go. Yeah. Job done. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> Forever. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much for coming down. I love you. Bye. Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.